You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller Young, and today we have a couple of Hollywood actresses as guests. One furry and one, well, not so much. They're starring in a new movie called Bone. The movie's star and executive producer, Angela Landis, who's appeared in shows like Grey's Anatomy, Doubt, Days of Our Lives, and many more. And her dog, Humphrey, an adorable Maltese, will dish all about film, which I'm told involves a kidnapping and some very shady people in a campy sort of way. And we'll find out what life is like for a Hollywood dog. So grab your favorite beverage, get cozy, and we'll be right back after a short break from our sponsor. We'll be right back after a short pause. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. Today we have actress-producer Angela Landis as a guest, who's appeared on shows like Grey's Anatomy, the new Katherine Heigl show Doubt, Days of Our Lives, and more. And her very cute Maltese, Humphrey, who stole the show in their new movie, Boned. What this film is about and what life is like for this Hollywood pup, well, we had to find out. Hi, Angela. Hey, Humphrey. Hi, Jody. Humphrey's legging her tail very aggressively right now, too. (laughs) Well, I take that as a nice big high, so thank you, Humphrey. (laughs) Now, you executive produced and star in Boned. Tell us about the premise of the film and how it all came about. Well, basically, it's about an actress who moonlights as a dog walker, and one of the little dogs that's brought to her is a cute little Maltese who happens to have a very valuable microchip in it that everyone in town is after. So, basically, the actress dog walker, Samantha, has to save this little dog from a bunch of very terrible people in Hollywood. Wow. uh, (laughs) Yeah, the writer-director, Laura Lee Barr, and I met a few years ago doing a play, and it was like a, a premise that she had sort of been working on was a female detective who would navigate this crazy world of Hollywood, because it can be so absurd here sometimes. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, the hustle of pursuing your dreams. There's a lot of stuff, you know, about... um the theater world and, you know, crazy acting mentors and how, how vanity sort of gets in our way. 
and Laura's also just such a big animal lover that she uh, she sort of centered it around a bunch of dogs. And, you know, had it been easier to shoot with dogs, we probably would have had many, many, many more. Uh, right well, now, they, they mostly make cameos, but Humphrey's definitely yeah. got them. Well, dogs make everything better. You know, at least that's what I think. Yes. Yeah. Did you have to do much research um, with dog walkers to prep for the film? Well, you know, since I've had several dogs in my life and watched them, I I didn't dig too deep, but I did sort of look on some of the websites, like there's a dog walking academy and all that. And, you know, I guess they, they put you through some tough training to make sure that, you know, you have stamina and first aid and that you really understand what it's like to have that as a job and not just for your own Yeah, job. like dog walking degrees these days. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I understand that Humphrey stole the show, but besides being impossibly cute, tell us, like, what she does in the movie. Well, uh, like, when she first appears on screen, she has a little ransom note on her, and... It was so funny because we were supposed to open the door and there she was just sitting there with this little note and she nailed it every time. She just, like, it was, it was, it's wonderful. And when you see the movie, you'll, you see her, basically the door opens, she looks up at you with those big brown eyes, the notes right there, and then she stands up and wags her tail, like, Save me. Save me. I'm so cute. Well, the little bit that I saw, and, you know, I I definitely want to bring this up a little later in our interview, but the little bit I saw from Brie Geiger's interview with her, her, like, on-camera interview with her, (laughs) every nuance was covered by that dog. And either you are an amazing dog trainer or that dog has got it, honey. (laughs) (laughs) That dog has it because I'm not the best trainer. I mean, I can get her to sit. I can't really get her to stay, but I think because she's just so, like, inquisitive, is I, we just got lucky that she just sat there and waited for everyone to, like, look at her and talk to her. And, and tilted and her head at the right time. Yeah. Exactly. She, <laughs> you know, she didn't really run away or do anything that was, like, problematic that we expected. So. Well, because, I mean, many of us listening might not have seen the film yet. My impression is that Boned is sort of a camp meets caper movie with sort of a generous helping of S&M mixed in there. Um, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you've got Bai Ling, which is, she's an incredible actress, and she does that type of role so convincingly. Can you give us some juicy tidbits about what we'll see in the full film? Yes. Good. Uh, Bai Ling, yes. Bai Ling is wonderful, and she does a very evil dominatrix um, known as the mistress and she of course wears some pretty spectacular outfits crazy outfits from what I thought (laughs) (laughs) yes yes or a lack of outfit perhaps but she wears it well and uh, she basically she's the one that has put this chip in the Maltese and gets this whole, like, goth army that she is in command of. And they, you know, they have this wonderful little, I guess, hand... It's not like a handshake, but they have a little mantra that they all say, like, to worship her. And she came up with that, and it's so wonderful. So she <laughs> she has them track down this dog, and they, they kind of fail miserably, but... uh And she does find it, so... 
Well, what is so spectacular about so that's this microchip? A thing. There's another moment that I wanted to tell you about, which I think is in the trailer. I'm not positive. Um, I don't know if you watched the middle, but there's an actress named Jen Ray who is so funny, and she's on that show, and she makes a little cameo for us. And there's a scene where the dog walker can't quite pick up after the dog, and the angry neighbor comes over, and she's screaming about at, about the California codes, and Section 482 says you have to pick up after your dog, and she's, it's just so intimidating and hilarious. <laughs> I saw that and Jen was amazing and it is so funny. And, you know, I come from Manhattan where the angry neighbor could be any stranger on the street and they get really vicious. So oh I kind gosh. of have a cling of what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been yelled at for not picking up after my dog when I didn't even, you know, leave anything behind. People <laughs> get a little crazy. <laughs> They're just practicing. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right. So now Humphrey is a tremendous actress. And, you know, I, I want to know a little bit more. And I think we all do about her acting technique is, is she more of a Strasbourg method girl or a Meisner mutt? Or does she find inspiration in a milk bone or, or maybe something nicer than a milk bone? What, what's that <laughs> for her? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I really wish she was treat-motivated like I am. Um, <laughs> but she, the treats don't really, like, incentivize her. But she definitely is a little method because we, we could see her, you know, recalling her sense memories. It, it's at least what I think she was doing when she would she would pause and look up and, and wait for us to, to, like, ooh and awe at her. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple of actresses in my house, too, then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it just comes first nature to them, you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely do. Is she a little bit of a diva? Did she request a complicated writer to sign on to the film? Oh. I mean, I heard yes. she was a bit of a diva, you know, with the green room snack list. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> she is a very, 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 very much a diva. And have you ever heard of those bacon-scented candles? It's yes. candle company. Yes. She, she needed to have at least 10 of those in the dressing room at any given time. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, <laughs> and you did know, she they don't... to work if it went down to nine? <laughs> <laughs> no, she would refuse to come out of her trailer. <laughs> Completely refuse. And, you know, she also, her favorite food is the, the Rachel Ray food. Yes, Nutrish, I think it's called. <laughs> yes, yeah. Nutrish, yes. She's paleo, so because there's no greens in there, there's vegetables. But some of them have those little, like, dehydrated carrots, I think. Okay. And so she also demands that we separate the, like, carrot pieces from the kibble, and she hides the carrot pieces everywhere <laughs> so that she can find them later like it's a surprise. But she doesn't always <laughs> find them. <laughs> I find them, and so, like, I'll find them in my shoes or... <laughs> under like the, the couch or under under anything. So I think it's more that she thinks it's my game and not her game. She <laughs> is like, a, I'm the one that needs it. Yeah, she's a cheeky one, that Humphrey. Well, let's, <laughs> <For> sure. let's, <laughs> let's hold that thought. We're going to take a short break from our sponsor. But when we return, we'll find out the answer to a burning question about Humphrey's very bold move on the set. Did she really do what they're saying she did? Stay tuned to find out. So refresh that beverage, get comfortable, we'll be right back. Sit, stay, we'll be right back, right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. 
Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite and Licko Chops. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite for your dog this week. We'll send you a bottle of Licko Chops free. New, improved Licko Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E. And now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Licko Chops. Free this week at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Want to know who the latest trendsetters are in Hollywood? How about Irish setters? Find out who's been spotted with Spot, chowing with their chow, and shopping for Gucci with their Poochie. Get the scoop on all the latest celebrity pet patter right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm Jody Miller Young, your host. We're here today with Angela Landis and her adorable pup Humphrey. And Humphrey was recently interviewed by comedian Brie Geiger. I mentioned this earlier. Now, she broke the story about a very bold move Humphrey did, perhaps to get the director's attention. We don't know. But what was it? And did she really, really do that? Angela, give us the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh boy if she only she's not really even embarrassed by this so I am um, <laughs> it was like we were shooting the big finale scene where me and the handsome doctor are tied up by the evil dominatrix and so we were at a location that we you know wasn't as familiar to Humphrey and so I think she just didn't she didn't go to the bathroom the way she normally would when they would walk her because it was unfamiliar surroundings. And because the scene was so intense, you know, we couldn't just take breaks that often because people were tied up. And so Laura pushed us through the scene. And I, I guess Humphrey needed a break because she walked over to the director. Though, to be fair, the director was wearing red pants this day. So uh, I yeah. think she, she, she looked like a fire hydrant to yeah. Humphrey. And... You know, she relieved herself on her with a pant leg. (laughs) And so we decided it was time to take five. (laughs) (laughs) Probably wise. The director needed to change after all. (laughs) Exactly. Well, aside from her escapades on set, which I'm sure there's more of that we're going to touch on, how was she to work with for you? Being her mommy, Um, are you a stage mom? (laughs) Was she like, you know, was it all good? It was all good. It was too easy. I mean, you know, we had a little love scene, is what the director calls it, after I signed her with a little ransom note. So that was just a precious moment. I have to say, if there's any problems, they come from my end because I'm very jealous and very competitive. (laughs) And I'm really worried that she's going to steal all my parts. (laughs) Wow, if she could only speak, you'd be in real trouble. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I had to give her a bad haircut recently so that I, I felt better about myself. <laughs> what us girls will dish. go through and go to lengths, <laughs> yes. right? Um, yes. So tell, us, <laughs> tell us about uh, some other funny stuff that happened on the set. Well, there was one moment that she got a little look in the monitor and thought she looked fat. And so we were trying to convince her that she didn't, but um, she had a like a little meltdown moment 
sort of like Christian Bale had um, <laughs> on a set once. And I'm gonna, I have a clip from behind the scenes that I'm gonna play you. Oh, you have to um, play it. <laughs> yes. So here it goes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She was very upset, and the, even the bacon didn't calm her down, but once they brought out her little pink squeaky bone, that seemed to do the trick. Sometimes a girl <laughs> just needs a toy. Yes, exactly, exactly. Now, you're an actress, obviously, and you've worked with some very funny actors. Would you say comedy is sort of your comfy place? Yes, Um I mean, I think it took me a long time because I've always been, you know, at first I was like, oh, I can do drama, I can do comedy, and, and, you know, I can do them both, but comedy definitely seems to to be where it's at for me because, you know, life is just so crazy, and if you don't have a sense of humor about it, uh, it, can, it can look very different, so it helps my outlook by taking a different perspective on things. Absolutely, especially in the world we live in. Um, exactly. Yeah, and you know, you've got many talents. I mean, you executive produced Boned. You've created three award-winning web series, numerous short films. Tell us about some of your other work, but you have to include your spoof on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, okay? Deal? <laughs> Deal. Okay. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun to shoot. And I play all three characters because I couldn't decide <laughs> which one to play. So <laughs> that was a, it was a load of fun. And I came up with the idea, you know, basically since I have done so much comedy and I've been in improv groups and I took some classes at the Groundlings. I oh, heard cool. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's, it's a great school, as I'm sure everyone knows. But I heard an interview with Kim Kardashian. I haven't really even watched the show at that point early on when I wrote it. I heard her say that she would never get a tattoo because you wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. That's a great And I thought, I thought, well, but that Bentley made a sex tape, so I don't understand how that tattoo is worse. And so I wrote basically all five episodes of the show just from that, from that little sound bite that I had heard. You can take so much from that. And you got to tell everybody what the show is called and what your tagline is, because it's wonderful. Yes, it's called Keeping Up with the Cartrashians. So it's basically the white trash Kardashian family. All of the class, none of the cash. <laughs> because I thought, <laughs> because that's sort of where my roots are from. I'm a small town girl from Oregon. And I thought, gosh, if I tried to do that same, you know, if I tried to make a sex tape and launch it into a, a huge career like this, it would be all of the class, of which is none, <laughs> and none <laughs> of the cash, of which they have much, and I had none. So right. it was a lot of fun. And I even made a music video because, I, you know, when she dropped that single, I don't know if you remember that. I think it was called My Jam or something. Yeah, so yeah, I do. I, I, I had to make a music video, too. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I have many basically spoofs like that. I have another one called Jacko's Wild Ride, 
which is the story of Michael Jackson and Marlon Brando and Elizabeth Taylor making an escape from New York after September 11th. So it's a lot of fun. with uh, that, that was wild. I watched a little bit of that one. They're really out there, <laughs> yeah. Angela. <laughs> I'm definitely really out there. I'm working on one now called uh, Filmmakers with Vaginas, which is uh, based on a couple years ago when based when I was doing a bunch of festivals with the Kartrashians, I was asked to be on a bunch of the filmmaker panels, but only the women ones. And I was like, well, I don't understand why I'm not just on the comedy panel. Why am I in the female? I mean, I know I'm female, but I don't understand what that had to do with making the the project. And right, it really right. wasn't until <laughs> I, I, I was like, I called my friend and I was like, what questions are they going to ask me? Are they going to ask me about like my period or, <laughs> or like, you know, I, I, like, I don't know how being a girl really affected me making a film. And right. so <laughs> once I was on the panels, I understood that you know, we have limitations as females, but I guess I just don't see because I don't, I don't hear no very well. So Good for you. Like, yeah, yeah. But after like listening to, you know, the plight of other people, I had a newfound respect sort of for, for everyone comes from somewhere different and it can be hard out there. There People put limitations on us for sure. Absolutely. So I'm doing a... Yeah, I'm doing a spoof about it because again, the comedy comes firsthand, and instead of instead of complaining about that glass ceiling, I'm just going to make fun of it. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see that one. Let us know when it's ready. <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. So that's what's up next for you, which is awesome. What about Humphrey? Well, Humphrey just shot a short film for a friend of mine, and she plays a matchmaker. She basically. Uh, there's a guy, Jack, who is out walking his dog one day, which is Humphrey, and it leads him to meet a beautiful woman, Diane, and then they get Aww. married and live happily ever after all thanks to Humphrey. Oh, she is just a woman of many talents, that little Humphrey. Where can people find out more about you and about Humphrey and tell people where they can watch the full film Boned? Yes, uh, Boned is basically everywhere on video on demand right now. So cable channels, iTunes, Amazon, any place where you download Google Play, like that. Google Play, yes. And if you're on Amazon Prime, if you have a Prime account, it's actually free. So it's easy to find on Amazon. Wonderful. Um, And if they want to find out more about you and Humphrey, where can they go? BonedTheMovie.com has all information about the movie, about the me, about all the cast crew, including Humphrey. Fantastic. Boned, yeah. Thank you. I'm sorry that we're out of time, but it's been so much fun talking to you and Humphrey. And uh, I <laughs> love finding out more about you both in the film. Well, yes. Thanks for having us, Jody. It's a lot of fun. I love your site. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening, too. Thanks, Mark Winter, our producer. He makes us sound so good. Mark, you rock. My passion is living stylishly and animal rescue. So tune in next time to discover the designers, home decor, styles, and rescue stories I love. And don't forget to visit me at BarkAndSwagger.com, where you'll find great fashion, shelter stories, and more. So until next time, when Fierce Fashion Calls, Bark and Swagger. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.